0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad. So many of you have been watching in horror at the wildfire situation in Australia. The head of the New South Wales Rural Fire Service saying while wet weather over the weekend did provide some relief for communities, uh, the danger is far from over. The commissioner saying the rain has presented some challenges, in fact, for crews trying to get fires under control through what they call backburns. More than 135 fires are still burning across New South Wales, including almost 70 that are not. Now, officials are warning that the country's wildfire season, which generally generally lasts through March, is nowhere near its end. Uh, Canadian firefighters, as you've been hearing throughout the day, are stepping up to help. 21 personnel from across the country departed Saturday. For NSW, a total of 95 Canadians from fire services in Yukon, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, Newfoundland, and uh, Parks Canada will be working in Australia this week following previous deployments throughout December. To tell us more about what's going on, we're joined by Melanie Moore, an information officer with the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre. Hi, Melanie. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. So, Australia has sent fire personnel to Canada, I think it's been like four times uh, in the past few years. Now Canadians are heading there. How easy is it to to arrange for that and, and have that
1: exchange of
0: service?
1: Um, uh, yeah, it, it is the first time that Canadians have gone to Australia. As you mentioned, they've come here uh, four times previously uh, through SIFSI. Um, I don't know if easy is the right word, but definitely efficiently and, and, and fluidly, if we will. Um, this is an arrangement, an agreement that we have, a mutual aid agreement that's been in place since 2015. Uh, so the logistics and, and, and the, the who, what, where has been you know, already figured out beforehand so that we can easily, in times of need, call on each other for help.
0: So how does that work with with the firefighters? Are they on a list saying, hey, if needed, I'll go? And then when that call comes in, they get a phone call?
1: So all personnel requested, uh, whenever Canada offers help, it's because uh, there has been an official request made. So in this case, Australia sent in a request to SIFTI. There was a specific um, demand on it. We need so many of this type of personnel mm-hmm. or this, somebody, this type of position, then what CIFC does, our role, uh, whether it be when we're exchanging resources within Canada or internationally, um, what we do is, is we coordinate and facilitate that. We'll turn around and we'll go to the provinces and to the territories and to Parks Canada and say who can fill what, who has the, the, the training, the accreditation, who has the availability as well, and then... We go from there. So sometimes it it really is, you know, and the last time, as we saw, it really was during the Christmas holidays, so who was available, who Mm. wasn't, and that kind of, we go from there.
0: Is there any kind of special training needed uh, in in this case, or are the, the, the techniques, everything used between Canada and Australia fairly similar?
1: are similar, and that's why we can have a mutual aid agreement with them and and that it works once we get there. There are a few briefings, definitely a few days of adaptation, but we can integrate each other's operations uh, with uh, with some efficiency. However, uh, it's important to note that all personnel that have been sent to Australia are firefighting uh, personnel, but incident management team members so they are not frontline firefighters they really are personnel that manage um the incident teams that are there um we have people in logistics we have people in um planning in operations you know Uh determining tactics and strategy and and how to work with the firefighters and how to go best about putting out these fires aviation fire behavior analysts all important parts in the fight to fighting a fire so whenever a province has someone available, we have to ensure that that person uh, meets the requirements, has the standard training, and, and is accredited to go. Oh, very interesting. How do they get paid? In all cases, even when when it's here in Canada, when there is an agency that's in need, uh, the agency that does the asking, that's the host agency, is the one that assumes the cost. So in this okay. case, Australia, um, per our agreement that's already been in place uh, for several years, will be assuming the cost.
0: Melanie Morn Information Officer with the Canadian Interagency Force Fire Centre, joining us this afternoon as we talk about Canadians uh, from fire services across the country heading to um, Australia to help uh, with the fire battle there. Um, are they, have any of them come home yet from from the waves that have gone down?
1: They have not. So we've sent five deployments, and I, I say that, but actually the, eight, the fifth one is leaving this evening from Vancouver International Airport. Uh, the first group left December 3rd and, uh, for a 38-day deployment, and they will be returning this later in this week.
0: Okay, because I'm wondering about what information is shared uh, between those who have, who have been there and, and those who are, are, are heading out the door.
1: Fire is actually a small world, so I'm sure uh, those that are leaving have contacts and have friends that are already down there or colleagues. Um, in either case, uh, whether there are new Canadians that go and join ones that are already there, or if they're in an area where uh, they're integrating a completely Australian team, uh, it, it you know, fire is fire, and you tend to make friends and colleagues and lifelong relationships so there's a there's a certain amount of of integration that happens and from everything that i've heard uh everyone that's down there has been treated like family uh the teams that are down there have been nothing but but helpful and gracious to have us and and we've done our best to be helpful will there
0: be more going following the the group that's heading out tonight
1: I've uh, been told that there has been an additional request made by uh, the Australians to Canada through 50. Um, what that looks like exactly, the numbers, uh, what, what it is Canada will be able to provide, I don't have the details yet. We will know in coming days, but there is a survey going on to see what else we could send.
0: All right, Melanie, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Take care. Thank you.